0: Support for the Takeover Lounge is provided by the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County, with additional support from the Community Foundation for Southern Arizona. Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. Yo, what's good? What's really, really good? Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. I am your host, man. Wait a minute. I'm not your host. I'm your fucking producer. I got Jay Bailey, <laughs> Jimmy co-trained with me over there. I got Wedder the plug in the chat room. I got Daniela. I got Z. I got the, oh, I got the motherfucking man, Marley B, in the yeah. building, right there in the green room, right there. I'm smiling at him. I'm waving at him, y'all. He's here with <laughs> us tonight. We are in for a huge show. I'm so excited. This guy, I mean, honestly, I can't say enough good things about him. He's one of the most professional artists in Tucson. He's done, I mean, there's nothing that you can't, honestly, there's nothing else he left for him to do. So he had to go to California and start dropping shit, go on tour, start dropping shit. Yo, for real, you guys are going to really get to know Marley B., really well tonight. We're so excited. Welcome to Takeover Lounge, but first, let's hop over with Jimmy Coltrane and Jay Bailey. What's good with y'all right now?
1: Yeah, Channel, what you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what's well, up. I, you're hosting now or what? I am not hosting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do this every time. I do the first 10 minutes of, of the show. You said it, man. You, you said it. And, uh, Your words not mine. So. Yeah, nah.
1: First, shout out to Marley B, man. Yeah. You know, fucking crazy ass motherfucker.
0: Oh, yeah. Take your on
1: the to, to crazy ass heights and shit. <laughs> but we here to like do a special ass announcement about my dude here. Uh this man's here, uh Jay Bailey, right before uh Marley B gets on. So I'm gonna let Jay uh do his little his little spill. All right. So me and you kinda of talked a little bit about it. Um I, I referenced it a lot like in my EP and some other stuff. Uh a project that I've been working on called Five Years Later. And officially, I am proud to announce that September 14th, the first chapter will be released five years later, better late than never on all platforms. But what you said, first chapter? First chapter. Yes, it's going to be a three chapter series set over September, October, November. I'm going to drop one a month. So it'll kind of unfold through the rest of the year and then roll over into 2021. So should be super dope though.
0: Hell the fuck yeah! That's what's up, man. Virgo yeah, season, yeah. you know what it is. Yeah. Yo, we should have uh, we should we should we should have some exclusives for that, man. Honestly, oh, there's yeah. got to be some there's got to be some exclusive drops on Takeover Lounge. Uh, we just got done oh, yeah. doing a uh this the documentary that I'm working on. So basically, if you do a w- w- all the video, all the interviews that I'm doing now guarantee you're going to be caught up in this documentary that i'm doing right so it's like and you saw how we did that performance piece and so we're just trying to take Mm -hmm. tucson hip-hop stageless obviously right now we're stageless so we're doing these little micro gatherings where there's no crowd or live where so i'm just trying to document it so you can guarantee that if you if you run into me, you're going to be in the mood. you're going to you're going to be signing away. Yeah. you going to be my mailbox. And honestly,
1: you you and like Z and the uh, the whole takeover line, you guys are kind of like leading that whole push for it and kind of innovating right now. You know what I mean? Just experimenting. I, mean, I know that shit. We shot. We have you haven't released it yet. It but. That that shit was it's dope, hey,
0: bro. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's part of that's part of the the master plan. I want to send a shout out to my guy Manny Megs in the chat room. You know, smash yes, lanes sure. is in this piece. I want to send a shout out to whether the plug out there running things. I know you guys are loving the the, the stream on Twitch because I see you. <laughs> yeah. Go follow us on Twitch. We're on we're live on Twitter, we're live on Facebook. TakeOverLounge.com takes you straight to the Facebook thing. Uh, you know, we're doing it, man. We're trying to do it for Tucson hip hops, not just me and Z. You got a lot of people that are uh, Carlton Hardy, hard earned cash. Yes, you know sir. what? Um, even it goes, it goes way back because I was just watching uh, underestimated films with Marley B on the U of A Lawn out there repping in like 2012, man. So yeah. that, you know, that was a long time ago, and 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 it was already, you know. Really well done. It wasn't, you know, what I'm saying. I've never. That's the. That's the thing about Marley is I've never seen anything from him that ever looked like a demo or ever sounded yeah. like. You know, these are my first tra- tracks. It's like I think he no, came yeah, out. I, a, I don't like
1: remember when I liked the, the team back up. Bat-tack like, bat-tack with a joint in one
0: hand and a, and a bat-tack mic in the other, like, what's good? And I was thinking about it earlier today, man. There's nobody. There's nobody. I don't think there's anybody in Tucson that can chop with Marley B. Honestly, that's my personal opinion, but it's fucking that he's the number one chopper of all time. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. on. So so many have tried to do that style that it gets convoluted. I think that is when you hear somebody good that when you hear somebody at this level, you're like, oh, shit, man that ain't Tucson. like he's already made it you know what I mean like yeah. it could, uh, there's there's certain people that I'm like oh shit I gotta double check that this is some Tucson shit and not just a really good marketer you know what yeah. I mean because there's a lot of people that's like man but I think Marley is one of those dudes that just has that fucking he has that star quality you know and so it's but he's a fucking hometown representative all day shit is crazy man I was watching that t- he did a 24 hour hip hop interview and I was just it was blowing my mind how professional this motherfucker is like speaking videos look good working with the yeah. community like rocking the nice whole man. shit man so I'm like yo I, I think this might be one of my motherfucking all time favorite favorite Tucson artists.
1: Yeah absolutely yeah he's a go.
0: he for sure he's definitely, definitely my top two all time mm-hmm. definitely Top
1: two. That's tight. Top two because he's the shit. That's why. Oh, he was awesome. Hello. Maybe if I smoke more, I'll come back. Yeah, we lost mankind. So I guess it's hard to come up
0: and. Tucson, you know what I mean, and really have a good sound and get with good people and and maintain. <laughs> it's really, really. I mean, shit, yeah. I'm excited, motherfucking uh, the the what? Uh, you got a, you don't got a name for it? you? Do Jib uh, dropping a dropping a three joint to shit starting September 14th was it? Yes, That's sir. Just up first chapters, you know how we do Tucson, fucking hip hop, baby. It just doesn't stop. So check yes, it out sir. right now. I'm gonna go into. I'm i I'm i am I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say peace to fucking Jimmy Coat training and Jay Bailey. Who's back there? You said Chachi. You said uh, who else? Cromer was back there. Shout out to all the people in the motherfucking <laughs> cool raccoon exactly. giving it up. The next day, yeah. what's up, folks? I love y'all. We got yes, a sir. gang of people in the chat. I see Zion out there waving at me. He's ready to get going. So, yo, let me let me do it like this. Let me say peace to y'all. Peace. My name is Mankind, you, man. MK. So we out of here, but check it out. Uh, we're going to start off with, 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 a little, little joint from Marley B. And as soon as we come back, oh man, it's going to be Zion Alameda, <laughs> Daniela Nina. I just call it Alameda, but you know what it is. Takeover lounge. We'll be right back.
2: make a splash and float away check it out comes from the lights they look so amazing i mean it honestly you gon' see this g-roll let me keep ask asking what's wrong with me i'm like i'm off some acid. what the fuck do you want from me i'm seeing all these figures so i don't even need company it's me me and my questions i gotta lie like the scene from the movie seven what's in the oh, box, box. for real i mean like what's up with that box i ain't never saw that movie i seen I forgot? Wait, Shit. I remember. Hold up. Maybe not. Look, my brain is fucking fried, so I'm sorry to change lens. But if you tripping out too, then I'm starting to make sense. I'm off the drugs. horses run, don't mean I'm wrong. fuck mean that I'm wrong. Maybe rush, I got it wrong. I'm off the drugs. Sorry, mama, rush, I'm off the drugs. Sipping, rush, tripping so hard, you feel it all in my heart. You see it all in my eyes. damn it, I'm off the drugs. Jesus. Uh-huh. How I'm living, I'm off the draw, man, I'm off the climb, So I'm going cuckoo, and I'm up in Jimi Hendrix. Don't you hear the booty? Oh, no. You should try it, man. Look at Mike to suit you. How I live my life this way with dilated pupils. Me and Johnny and Jack and Zulu dropping hit and kick back. Watching ATL, cause I like some new new man, you know i hit that off. When I'm up in the music, I whip blast. Too many layers, six stacks. Like I'm trying to get cash. But I'm up in LA, and I don't fuck with the Lakers. So I'ma keep it hard, like I'm hot, but in the papers. Look, I like the whiskey, so I don't need any chasers. With makers, I'll be sipping while tripping and seeing tracers. Yeah, Then I'm up all night, and my eyes adjusting the daybreak. So I didn't wait to bake, but I'm chilling, smoking some grape. Babe, I'm still wearing last night's fit. Fuck it, a day late. If you really wanna get down to it, ain't nothing high is my weight. I'm at the drugs. It don't mean I'm raw. Flossy mean that I'm wrong. Maybe I got it wrong. I'm tripping. I'm off the drugs. Sorry mama, I'm off the drugs Sipping, tripping so hard You feel it all in my blood You see it all in my eyes God damn it, I'm off the drugs How I'm living, I'm off the drugs yeah. Is this shit in me? It's been like six hours, bro I still hear that shit too Primus, primus, fuck? primus, <laughs>
3: Yo, what's happening, everybody? It's DJ MV Angela Lee. <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding, y'all. What is up, y'all?
3: <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. I'm one of your hosts, Z-Give, and to my right, maybe your left, is Daniella. What is up? And in the lounge, we got Marley B. You know, we're going to work on some air horns, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll make a... hey, hey, my... Horn <laughs> <laughs> right there, man. How you doing? I'm good,
4: y'all. How you guys doing?
3: Man, we living it, kicking it, quarantine dreams. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> I'm trying to to make it. it. We trying to get out the house, man. I'm trying to get out the house. I'm trying mm-hmm. to hang out with friends. I'm trying to go see concerts. It's it's time.
4: <laughs> yeah, and no, I feel you, bro. I'm I'm over yeah. it for sure.
3: Yeah, he, he's over it, but man, you've been dropping yeah, heat. That don't stop you from yeah, cooking up, it, man.
4: Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're out here working for sure. I'm trying That's to take advantage to. of the downtime, man. And create as much as we can, you know
3: exactly have you been um spending time with some family as well i mean it's kind of like a break a rest period so i don't know
4: yeah absolutely i'm I'm spending time with fam you know fucking spending
3: time with fam i'm still
4: working at an essential job you know staying on the grind so just you know everyday life for the most part just wanting to get back on stage go out there and do some shows so
3: Yo, I feel that. Yo, what, what's everybody sipping on before we continue on? With, with, uh, I'm sipping
4: on some Crown Royal,
3: man. You know it. Okay. Yo, they, we need a sponsorship from them. And then, Daniela. I definitely
4: need one, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I drink too much.
3: Wine. Some wine. Daniela's not on the no. hydration game today. She's on some wine. Usually, she has some water <laughs> or some, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not either. I'm sipping on some orange juice today. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, right. I, I'm only 19, so you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't oh, up there with the big okay. dogs yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, a little baby. Yeah, hey, still a baby, man. That's hey, 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 what's up. hey, but we out here doing it up. So what's up, Marley B? Yo. Yeah, for sure, bro. I'm, I'm going to let, let Danielle start herself. Okay. All the time. That's how we all do
0: right.
5: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start with what or who influenced you to start rapping?
4: Oh, you know, I grew up in a musical household for sure. Like my mom, uh, she sings, she plays guitar, she plays bass. So when I was younger, she was in a lot of bands. Um, So I kind of grew up around the music scene. It was a lot more of the rock uh, scene. Um, Grew up a little bit. When I was younger, I lived in Seattle for a while with her, and it was kind of that grunge era. So that was uh, my first introduction to music was really um, through grunge rock and things like that and seeing my mom play Um, so we had instruments around the house growing up. I had a piano, I had a bass, um, just kind of learned throughout the years. And as I got older, um, I kind of fell in love with hip hop uh i would write you know freestyles and you know i even put up some music on myspace back in the day kind of like some joke shit when i was in high school (laughs) um really horribly recorded you know what i'm saying so uh but my first time in a professional studio was thanks to my homie nick rhodes who's a professional fighter um and he was sponsored by a clothing company in town called determined records and they had a, a recording studio inside of their uh shop and he just brought me in there one day and was like no let's actually get you on a professional mic and see how you sound and just kind of grew from there, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, the people that own the, the record studio really fucked me and let me come and record for free. Um, that's like really where I got my start back when I was like 21, 2021 20, was when I first got behind the mic. So,
3: wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. So, shout out Mom Dukes for having the, oh, the yeah. instruments around the house. Yeah. And is she yeah, one she's, of your, she's super talented. yeah, is she one of your inspirations? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Just for everything in life yeah. as well. Yeah,
4: you already know, man. You know, Hey, you got to hold it down for
3: mom. Yeah, already. That's dope, man. So I want to know, if you weren't rapping, what would Marley B be doing?
4: Yeah, that's a good question. I wish I could be playing football, man. Like, I'm a, you know, I always wanted to be like a football player growing up. Like, I was, you know, I played football for like 14 years. And that was like, that's one of the things that kept me from, I think, getting into music when I was younger and actually recording music was the fact that Mm -hmm. I wanted to be an athlete. Um, but shit without finding, you know, a, a niche in hip hop, I'd probably be just working at, at the post office, maybe FedEx, like my homie, something like that, you know, trying to get an actual like career going in that sense, but maybe right. have a couple kids and shit. Um,
3: <laughs> but you know,
4: life's hey, good. But- I'm happy. I chose the, chose the path I did for
3: sure. Yeah, so. we are too. Cause you blessed us with some good tunes, man. For sure. Thank, thank you. That's crazy. So what, what high school did you go to, man? I went to Swara. Swara High at. School. Okay, yeah. so you. What position do you play in football? I play. I play safety. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, back, yeah, for sure. All right, you were out there then for sure. Yeah. Did man. you play? Did you play against your homie Jay Tilt at all? Or were nah, he, graduated class. Young,
4: man, he's a baby, bro. He's a baby. <laughs> oh, he's bro. a baby too. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get to put on the pads with him, bro. But how, how sure about now? If we put we put oh, some man, flags want, on y'all, yeah, what We, we should have a pickup game for sure. For sure, my hip hop
3: pickup game. It? <laughs> For sure, that'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you riding? You gonna stop uh, J Tilt from riding you up or what? Uh, pro- nah, I'm probably gonna blow a hamstring or something, bro. If I'm being honest, <laughs> He's like, man, you know, man, you know what? I'm, I'm getting old, man. You know, I, feel, sure, you. I feel I feel it. that. <laughs> Yeah, I used to hoop back in the day, man, way back when, like two years okay. ago. <laughs> yeah, way back when. 19, <laughs> way back when, two years ago, man. No, yeah. but that's crazy. I can't even move the same. So I, I know what you're saying, bro. I'd like, right. yeah. be, be having to stretch, you know what I'm saying, extra longer than Pretty everybody good. else. So I'd be like, damn. All right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. And then able, it changed, man, the athleticism in these youth, man. Like these 14-year-olds are dunking. Done.
4: These kids these days with your nineteen year old
3: ass over here, bro. Hey, oh. man, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I'm not athletic like that, though. You know what I'm saying? They're oh different. Come on, man. They built different. I'm trying to play defense and they dunking on me. I'm like, yo, let me sit my let me sit my nineteen year old ass down real quick. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up,
5: Marley. What would you say is the theme song of your life? Damn,
3: a the
4: theme song, dude. That's like. There's so many good songs out there. Um, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, maybe "Eye to Eye" by uh, Goofy Movie. Fucking uh, <laughs> Powerline. <laughs> that that was a fire song, bro. Like, I, I kind of remember that one.
3: Um, I, I was not I know, expecting it's
4: that. Tough, answer. tough, man. I you know I I have a lot of songs that I feel like it just depends on what mood I'm in. You know, for each day, the guy feels like my theme song. You know what I'm saying? Um. But overall, probably something by, like, Bob Marley or something, some super laid-back stoner shit, you know, like, you know, that's what gets me through my day, so. I feel that.
3: I didn't ask them to say eye-to-eye, Goofy movie. That was, that oh, was man. a good one. you know
4: it's banging, banger,
3: bro. That's that's the favorite cinema? That's your favorite cinema
4: movie? Oh, come on, man. Goofy movie's so good.
3: Yeah. I feel you. So many life <laughs> lessons so many life lessons in there that's true (laughs) yo marley b what what is your why why do you do music why do you wake up every morning to pursue this dream good question man um it's
4: just something that makes me happy i think overall like um it's not like there's not like a end game to it to me it's not like i'm in it just to make money or in it to get famous or anything like that it's just something that i wake up and i look forward to doing and i think that's that's the biggest part, you know. What I'm saying that I'm able to keep doing this. You know, like I said earlier, I still work a nine to five. Um, you know, music is very hard business to actually make good money off of, especially when you're not touring and you're not able to go out and do shows and hit the road. Um, but you know, my why is just because I like it, bro. It makes me happy. Like, I, you know, until the day that I wake up and I'm like kind of dreading writing a verse or dreading going and recording or doing a show, then I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, it's it's something that makes me happy for sure.
3: That's fine. So when did you, you discover that love when you were you were young, you said, right? And what was that one track or song that was like, Oh, That's I tough. can do that?
4: That's tough, man. Um, <laughs> you know, I came into hip hop at like the two thousands era. So I was like a kid that grew up on like Ludacris, mm-hmm. uh, 50 Cent, um, T I. Those were like some of my biggest influences when I first started listening to hip hop. Um and then as I got older, I got into Tech Nine and things like that.
3: Okay, um, cool, cool, cool.
4: Yeah, so I think that uh, you know that that's one of the things that's that's really kept me going. It's just uh, is you know I also like I think discovering Eminem. Um, mm. I was probably like eleven or twelve when I discovered Eminem, and that was like the first like white rapper that I heard. That I was like, oh yeah, this is dope, man. Like you know, I've always listened to hip hop and never really had a white rapper that I could you know kind of look at and be like, oh he's cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, like the ice or the snow, or um, so that that was probably like one of the things that really Catapulted my uh, interest in hip hop was was finding that Eminem album for the first time for my older brother, um, and then kind of delving deeper into like the older shit and like a lot of the Funk Flex tapes. Um, and then you know when I became eleven, twelve, I you know I bought the 50 Cent "Get Rich or Die Trying," mm-hmm. uh, and that you know of course it was uh, the edited version. My mom wouldn't let me get the <laughs> extensive content one, so uh was <laughs> missing a couple of tracks that I had to go discover at my friends' houses and shit. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I'm just a 2000s baby. So, like, that, well, not baby, but that's like the years that I can really say that were most impactful for me was listening to Ludacris and T.I. and 50 Cent. Um,
3: Definitely. That era. That's fire. I like that. Nice.
5: So, if you were in a TV sitcom, what chart would you star in and what, why would you the character?
4: Yeah. Um,. You say what what one would I start in and what character?
5: Yeah. Which character would you choose
4: from that? Okay, story? yeah. I, I, I honestly have to say Malcolm in the middle and I'd be <laughs> Malcolm because it's very relatable to my family. Um I'm a middle child with two brothers. Um I was kind of kind of that just that middle child, you know what I'm saying? I had a very similar similar upbringing to them and shit. So Malcolm in the middle was something that I always related to. So,
3: yeah, probably Malcolm, you know. That's funny. That's a good one. Marley in the middle, you <laughs> know. Marley in the middle. That <laughs> next next EP, next project you're dropping, Marley in the middle, or what's up? He's mm-hmm. <laughs> we just got it right oh, there. My face on Frank <laughs> That's, that's the hit right there. That's the one. <laughs> so, uh, Marley B, if you could collaborate with anybody, producer, fashion designer, artist, who would it be, and why? Yeah,
4: that's tough. Um, it'd probably be the singer from Powerline who did the eye-to-eye song. No, I'm just playing <laughs> uh, that, no, I was cool. like, it'd probably, really? <laughs> it'd probably be like, dude, honestly, it'd probably be like, I'm trying to get like Quincy Jones to write a song for me, bro. I'm trying to reach for the top. Ooh. If we're going to say one person, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to get like one of these, these producers that know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, maybe, maybe Scott Storch, uh, okay. Dr. Dre, somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that would Definitely. be super cool They make a lab and uh, and work on something like that. So
3: that definitely fire. I look forward to that. Hell yeah!
5: (laughs) So, if you could create a fortune cookie fortune to give yourself when you were sixteen, what would it say?
4: Damn, that's tough. I'm gonna say, uh, pick up a microphone just that mm-hmm. pick that's- up a microphone because if i had started earlier i feel like uh you know i would have had a lot more experience by you know the time i was 21 rather than just starting and experiences everything you know like i look back even watching the drugs video like that you know, was what three years ago now two years ago i'm already like oh so old man like i progressed <laughs> so much further than this you know like i kind of cringe watching it so uh, i would just tell myself to start earlier you know
3: Yeah. What was like, I mean, you said that football was primarily your life, but I mean, what else was holding you back from, was it like the comfortability of football and you like going into the unknown of hip hop and writing or what was that?
4: Yeah, for sure. It was, um, it was a mixture of a lot of that, you know, it was being in sports and then trying to go to college for sports and Mm. uh, not wanting to admit that I wasn't good enough to go to the next level type deal. Um. But also the fact that i just didn't have access to the equipment um mm. i'm sure if i had a mic or i had a homie a close homie that had a mic at the time i'm sure we would have recorded some shit like i you know I, like i said i had a little like it was like an mp3 player i don't know if you guys remember these little i'm sure you don't you're 19 these are little stick like thing three. yeah a little stick mp3 <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, little like, so i had one of those and it had a microphone on it so i used to play a beat in the background and i would record verses on this one little microphone and I'd upload them to myspace and Mainly for, like, I, I did, like, a JV football rap, I remember. And it was, like, shouting out everybody on the football team. Oh, dude, if you guys could find these, they're so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, if I had access to more equipment and things like that, I'm sure I probably would have delved in deeper. But I was just, you know, focus on football and things like that.
3: Yeah. What was that realization like for you when you were, like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not making it to no NFL. <laughs> it, was really, it was
4: humbling. It was humbling to what say the least. I remember I went to. Uh, I ended up going to Mesa Community College, and I was walking onto their football team out there. They had a pretty good football team, and I I went to the first day of weight training, and I was training with the DBs, and like I just saw the weight they were benching. Now I was just basically like, no, this isn't for me, bro. Like I'm not. I'm not that bad, bro. Like I'm not gonna get any playing time. So just kind of fell from there.
3: Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I'm just—I just, I just yeah. ask. I know there's like a lot of like young people that watch this, and they're like, they play a sport, and they're like, well, this is my right. only way out, or like this right. is the only way I can do this. But like, yeah. there's other avenues you could probably take that could probably be better for you. So I I'd just like you to share that story with them because yeah. they'll be like, okay, cool, somebody else did it too. Yeah, it's you know not—it's I mean?
4: not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're gonna, you're gonna figure out what you love next, and what's gonna be your next interest that keeps you occupied. So
3: exactly, I feel that. wave
5: it's me question. yeah
3: no I, no I think i asked the last question no i asked the last question <laughs> <laughs> i mean usually have never just don't know that's what's up um so who who were some of your uh, mentors into the game oh um
4: so the homie not from determined records um like i said that that clothing and record company he really like took me under his wing when nobody knew me i hadn't recorded shit before so he kind of helped me out um and then you know black one is like my big brother he's like the first dude that really fucking sat me down and like really believed in me and was like yo this is how we're gonna do shit around here and she really put me on game i would say black one and then um you know cash of course cash Mm -hmm. came soon after um meeting black one and doing shows like downtown with black one and then meeting cash i met cash in probably 2013 at dba doing like an all-white party or something like that and um i had it's funny because i had heard of him because one of my best friends older brothers were rappers back in the day from uh reservoir dogs um okay. which was a pretty big group back in the day and they had young cash on a lot of their records and his name was just cash and i remembered a couple lines from him and when i went up and met him i like you know i spat one i spit one of the lines <laughs> to him and I was like, oh, i'll catch 17 to the chest like plexico or some shit like that and he was like <laughs> super impressed like i was like bro like we listened to you in high school bro like so it was super cool to meet Cash and then, like, just to have that mutual respect with him and just become brothers, you know what I'm saying, over the years is, is super dope. And he's always been one to kind of uh, – whenever I have a question, I call Cash. You know what I'm saying? Anything going on with, like, you know, oh, should I do this? Should I put this song out? Should I do this? I always call Cash and kind of get that that uh, affirmation from him. So um, Ca- Cash and Black one man, are really, like, the two people that looked out for me early on in Tucson, so –
3: that's good. That's real cool. Cause um how's what, what was it like for you in the beginning for like as far as the business aspect of hip hop? Like were you like kinda like, What the hell? Like what? <laughs> like or when I, what, I down come- to like the business side? Oh yeah, bro, shit's fucked
4: up. Like um, Oh definitely. It's tough. Like I you know from the outside looking in, you kind of assume otherwise automatically. If you don't understand like how record deals work and things like that, you're like, Oh yeah, he's getting paid. I hear this song all the time. And then you realize like, no, they actually own the majority of that. He's getting a trickle down of mm. what they're telling him. And you know, the more, the deeper I delve in, dive into the game, I really realize, like, yo, like the shits kind of fucking backwards, you know, especially with the streaming right. and the way that these royalties play out and things like that. Nowadays, it's, it's tough for an artist to make money, but, um, it's also beneficial to us at the same time with the streaming services because you're able to be heard like before you would have to have a record deal to get any sort of spins, you know what I'm saying? And be able to be heard on airwaves. And so it's, you know, it's kind of a catch 22, but I feel like there's, there's more money in music, you know, and there's gotta be a way that the artists can get to it rather than, you know, having to go out and brand elsewhere, which is why you see a lot of artists that, you know, go and do commercials or go into acting or, um, you know brand with a, a drink company or whatever it is you know you kind of got to find these different avenues to make money because in, in today's day and age there's no money in the music like it doesn't really matter how many plays you're getting um right. unless you like drake or somebody like that you're really not seeing enough to survive off of so
3: exactly so what's what's one of your favorite streaming platforms that kind of look out for the artists first or you know have that kind of mindset
4: Bandcamp is super dope i haven't been able to like tap in with any of my old projects but i know with the next projects i do i definitely want to do a lot of band camp um okay. i feel like okay. band camp is like a super um organic uh, uh site that just hosts you know music platform and things like that so definitely Bandcamp. And from what i've what i've heard i guess title is doing better with their royalty payouts and things like that but um it's kind of all you know in the same bucket right now like i don't right uh, i i still like uh Shit, you guys can fucking Napster my album or whatever. Limewire, that shit—that would be dope. Probably make more money off of that.
3: Probably, yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. We gotta get Limewire back up and back up and running. <laughs> Limewire, bro. That's that was with that for a minute, huh? Yeah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> exactly, yo. Before we continue, man, we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna dive into a little clip that mankind has for you. So let's do that thing. All right.
4: Hi guys, Smartly B man. I'm in here with DJ
2: Hopper. This is Beats in the guest room. We got lava lamp back here, fireplace, Merry Christmas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hold oh, that let me talk my shit. Spend a couple months on tour. My body want to head back home. but My heart and my brain want more. So I'm ready to work it to be on top. Shit, name a better new with than me and high. No, I'm making veteran moves and they see I'm not really playing what we're definitely doing. in need this Cause I'm running, running. 2020 bone thugs. Money, money. Breaking up outside the box them looney tunes like drugs. plenty yeah. Don't run from me Won't start a fight Cause I'm 120 But I guarantee That I'ma swing for mine Or anybody After my lunch money Cause I've worked too hard In the AZ heat With a bust down ride In the ACP Gotta innovate When you raise this cheap Roll the windows down In the AC free So I take that ride Home wait And let it motivate me While I face these beats And it ain't see me On some ABCs And my bars running low Like I'm ATT They say Marley man You got luck Well that shit fucky Look pay my dudes Now they trust me so y'all gon' love me now, I'm breaking bread with my buddies. And everybody say love me. Got my brother Charles above me. So you know that shit it don't bug me. What it take, huh? To get a play, yeah. Take a see huh? I'll demonstrate, yeah. Ain't finna way, now nah. Just innovate yeah. Yeah, keep it moving Don't get escape, nah, Smiley Beaman.
3: Complex. Oh. Yo, that's fire. That's Hell yeah. Fire. He said my Thanks. bars low like ATT. Man. <laughs> I sit here laughing. I was like, dang, you must really have something against ATT, man. What, what was it? <laughs> Were you sitting there in yeah. the notes you saw your I'm bars low. You're like. Damn. I got Sprint, <laughs> and I think they're sister companies or something like that, so I don't even know. I'm hating on myself. <laughs> That's what's up, yo. Hey, I want to talk about that real quick. I mean, what was it like meeting kicking it with DJ Hopper, and what was that interaction like and that relationship built? Uh, dude, Hoppa's
4: the man. Um, uh, So I went on tour with Demrick back in 2016, I think, so like oh, four dude. years ago. Um. And that was the first time, like, really meeting and kicking it with Hoppa. Um, and we, we almost, like, just clicked, like, right away. Like, we have a very similar sense of humor. Um, we both smoke a lot of weed. We both kind of run on the same schedule, listen to the same kind of music and shit. So, like, we just kind of became buddies off of that. Um, and then continuing to tour with Dizzy Wright um, and Demerick over the next couple years, just got closer with them, like, and, you know, on this, uh, I think the tour we did with the Exhibit, like, we would just wake up every day and kick it, basically. Like, we had the same schedule. We'd wake up, walk, go find some food, kick it, and just, like, you know, basically be together all day. So um, just kind of built a bond over that. Uh, he saw how hard I was working and how hard I would, you know, I fucked with Broken Complex. I fucked with what he did and his beats. And, um, we ended up doing a project together in 2017. Wait, 2000. In 2017, we did the Monsoon Season Project. Um, but that was more at the beginning of our – kind of uh relationship i was kind of like just trying to show him that i'm serious about my craft and, you know willing to invest into this and like get shit right so um we just kind of kept building from there and you know become real close homies like you know i call him for everything and he looks out for for pretty much everything i do he's the one that does like pretty much everything in house we do a lot of the mixing and mastering through him he does a lot of the artwork um mm-hmm. he's even dabbling in videos now and um he's just a he's a hard-working dude man and he's just very similar to the way that we grew up in Tucson, like he's a Valley boy and shit. He doesn't come from a lot. Uh, just, just very, very similar uh, uh energy planes that we were on. So uh,
3: that's dope. Yeah. That's real sick to hear. And then what was it like uh being on that uh DJ hopper and friends too?
4: Oh, that's shit's amazing, man. Fucking dream come true for sure, man. I mean, I've yeah. been working much for Dizzy for a year and a half, two years now selling hopper and friends one. So it's cool to like, you know, I know next time we go out there, if I'm selling any albums, like yeah, it's my face on that, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> so dope. people actually take it serious. Um, but yeah, it's super dope. It's an honor, you know, and to be on a track with Swizz, which was mm-hmm. super organic. I went out to um, I went out to Denver with DJ Hopper to help mix his album with the homie Mac B out there, um, uh-huh. and uh, ended up getting in the studio and he had a couple more open verses. I it, it was between that track and then there was a track with uh, Jaron Benton and Chris Webby on it. And, I I fuck with Swiss man. I've been a big Swiss fan when I was younger and shit. Even before I rapped, so I was like, yeah, I gotta hop on this track with Swiss. So that one came out super dope. And, um, it's been a really good look, man, for sure.
3: Definitely, that's dope. Yeah, I enjoyed the track. Hell yeah, thank you, man.
5: So, is there anything that you would change in
4: the music industry, and why would you want to change it? Yeah, um, it's tough. I. I I don't know. I, I would probably just change the streaming platforms, like the way the royalties are paid paid, paid out. Um, I feel like people are deserving of more money, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, I'd probably change the uh, artist and producer relationships between a lot of artists where it's just like you don't even know the producer and you're just kind of using their beat and putting shit out. I, I like when the producer has his hand in on things, and like actually, you know, kind of voices his opinion and helps build mm-hmm. the beat helps build the song around and it's more of a collaboration than just an artist rapping on top of somebody's beat um but i also know that comes with you know in the beginning like i was stealing beats for years before i really realized like oh shit i can actually contact this producer and pay him a little bit of money and he'll hook it up you know what i'm saying i'll take the tag off and do what i need to it so um yeah maybe maybe just more of just organic relationships and i I know it's tough now especially with with the the whole pandemic going on and things you can't really get out and see people in person so it's all through phone and shit like that but um you know organic relationships are always better than just knowing somebody over the internet so
3: definitely facts all facts what was your uh, first performance ever that you did and where was it at and how did it play out for you <laughs> it was at DV8. it was uh, i
4: think it was a jersey party um i rapped over all my vocals couldn't hear me the whole time um, <laughs> super goofy couldn't stop swinging my arm and shit and, uh, <laughs> dude, I, it was bad for sure it took years before i was able to actually like become a good performer you know and get comfortable on stage and not have the fucking the nerves and everything like that so um but yeah first per- first performances was at deviate man rest in peace deviate a lot of ratchet shit went down at deviate um <laughs> good times got shot up almost every time there was a show there and, oh wow <laughs> you know, nobody could aim so
3: it was good times man that's crazy. So, how do you get better at better at performing? Just got to do it. Just
4: do it. You know, you just got to keep doing it. And like the thing about Tucson that I tell a lot of people is like, we're super blessed to have so many venues that we do around town that are very open to like open mics and catering to local artists. that they want to throw a party or you want to open for somebody, like when I was first able to tour and I went to some of these smaller cities and even some of the bigger cities, like these local artists can't find ways to get on stages. These venues don't want to have their hip hop played there. They don't want to let a local open for the tour coming through. So we're like in a super good position to be able to be, be able to go out there and practice and hone in on your craft. I know like when shit's open, like Skybar has an open mic every Wednesday night. And I was, I was there a lot, you know, and I, I did a lot of open mic nights and things like that. So um, I think just, just not saying no in the first few years is like super key. Like I never said no to a show. Like, if you had a show going on, I'd show up and rap and kind of perfect my craft. So
3: That's dope. So y'all hear that. If y'all up-and-coming artists, y'all just got to do it. You know what I'm saying? After this pandemic, don't say no. Just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. No Nike. <laughs> um, if you could
5: choose a superpower, what would you choose and why?
4: There's <laughs> so many good superpowers, dude. Wow. Um... Probably like invisibility.
3: I, knew he was say that. Invisibility. I didn't know he was gonna say that.
4: I not know he's gonna say that. Invisibility's <laughs> cool as fuck, right? Because like you can just fucking be there and like e- eavesdrop on everybody's conversations and then like
3: you could just disappear
4: if some embarrassing shit happened or true, um, very
3: true. You know? If you not you gotta pay the probably me would be in, yeah. be in the dispensary, huh?
4: I'm in there. What's up with the floating eight? <laughs> You like, dang she the she wind's really
1: high. blowing,
3: huh? Yeah, this <laughs> shit got me high, bro. Huh <laughs> on a on a daily basis, how like out of the hours of the day, when are you high? Are you high 24 hours of the day or sixteen hours of the day? <laughs> or like what what is Molly B? If I'm high up B's? for the
4: most part, if I'm up for the most part, I'm
3: I'm uh,
4: I'm, I'm I'm smoking.
3: <laughs> uh, a lot of times I got,
4: at home, at home I'm not as bad, but like when you're on the road, especially like being on the road with Dizzy and things like that, like bro, it's just like there's always a blunt lid and shit like that. It's fucking crazy. So oh, I kind of yeah, get a tolerance definitely. built up by the time I get back home, I'm like,
3: damn. I gotta go smoke again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if you're rolling with Dizzy, man. I, he probably like you said, he always has one rolled up. Like it could be in yeah, his I sock, it could be on the side of his bro. head. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Is that part of your ritual or routine when, you are, when you're recording or writing down a verse? you have to be high to, to, to write down a verse? Yeah. You know, um,
4: sometimes it just depends on what mood I'm in. I mean, if I, like, get deep into a song and I'm just, like, in the middle of it and I can't right. run away from it and smoke real quick, then it is what it is. It just depends on how the juices are flowing. But for the most part, like I said, I'm always smoking. So it's just kind of like that's normal me, you know, like.
3: Yeah. High Marley. <laughs> Hi-, Hi, Marley. Hi, Marley.
4: Yo, I man. inject one. I inject one marijuana before bed and keep it steady. where Word uh, cryptic. <laughs> I see you in there. That's right.
5: <laughs> Funny. I think he lost you, but no.
1: Uh,
5: I know he'll come back. If you could have lunch with one person, alive or dead, who would it be?
4: Damn. Um. That's a good question. Mm. I was, like, trying to think of, like, a hot chick that I could sit down and have lunch with. Like, I'm like, oh wow. Jessica Alba, you know what I'm saying? But, no, nah, if it's, like, alive or dead, it's probably, like, Bob Marley, I guess. Yeah, Bob Marley would be super fucking dope. Just especially because I'm named after him, you know what I'm saying? My mom loved him so much, so. she'll be coming back shortly.
5: Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, Marley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pike asks, when is your weed strain dropping?
4: Um, soon, I hope. I've been trying to get a weed strain for a long time. So I'm trying to get that Marley Diesel man. I'm a Sour Diesel fan. So I'm trying to make that, that Marley Beasel collab happen. Get my own weed strain, you know. Nice. Is he back? Or you froze again.
5: He froze again.
4: says <laughs> <He> face <froze again. laughs>
5: <laughs> Let's see here. There's another question. Uh, corn dogs versus water
4: burger. Oh, dude, I know this is Pike, son of
1: bitch.
4: <laughs> oh, excuse me. Am I supposed to cuss? I don't know if I'm <laughs> supposed to cuss. Um. Corn dogs or or water burger, dude. It's probably dogs, dude. I probably got to go with the dogs, man. Nothing like a breaded dog, you know. A Little mustard, <laughs> little ketchup.
3: You said a breaded dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
4: Nothing like a breaded dog, dude. Pike knows it's stuff. I do. So, like, I saw a Pike share that Wiener Schnitzel meme. I definitely will pull up and buy a couple dogs from Wiener Schnitzel, dude. I have no problem saying that. I've
5: never had it before.
4: It's
2: decent.
5: These popping in and out of here. Um, what era would you choose to live in if you could pick anyone?
4: Yeah. Um, shit, dude, probably the seventies because there was so much coke going. No, I'm just playing. Um, I don't even do cocaine, so don't do drugs, kid uh probably the 80s dude the 80s were super rad like there was some cool music a lot of cool keyboard songs uh fucking aha take on me would have been my jam mm-hmm. uh the 80s seemed like a cool era bro i
3: don't know <laughs> <laughs> I every time I pop back in, he's all it was always something. It was like <laughs> Reddit dogs. I heard, and then he said I had to choose the '80s because of cocaine. I was like, wait, what, what happened? To, I, I'm gone yeah, for like three minutes.
4: Parts, yeah, you're missing out the good parts.
3: Oh man, I, I got to rewatch. And <laughs> that's funny. So, what is some um, some advice you can give to some up and coming artists out here? Did we already answer the ask that question?
4: yeah all right cool all right <laughs> no yeah. um, shit. um don't be uh, afraid to explore in the studio with sounds That's, i've been getting into a lot lately like exploring with my voice when i first started i was just like oh this is what i want to sound like i'm just going to stick to this script i'm going to go in and almost try uh uh treated it like a job you know what i'm saying to so where i was like mm-hmm. okay this is my formula this is all i'm going to do so where now i kind of with a different mindset like what can I do different than what I did last time to this beat to the way I approached it you know so um, not being afraid to explore sounds is one of the biggest things um, especially as a young artist because you never know what you may stumble across and oh shit that's dope like I didn't even know I could sound like that on a track so um, that that's a big thing and then the other thing is just to go out do shows and meet people because oh. um, the more people you meet it's all about who you know nowadays um 10. whenever I go out and I do interviews like I, I always talk about the city because I'm like I feel like there's 10 if not more artists that deserve to be in the position that I'm at or if not farther you know that are way more talented than I am I listen to their music I fuck with it you know but they just don't know the right people yet and it's just all about who you know you know the fact that I that I was able to meet MERS early on in my career was like super beneficial for me to where I can kind of pull that card and you know be like hey I'm um, MERS is my brother, you know, so if somebody knows MERS then we're already mutually like, okay we're kind of on the same plane, like, okay, you're an artist too, I'm not coming at them like a fan, you know um, right. and then, you know, getting to know Hoppa um, Demrick, and, and Dizzy, you know, has also been so uh, beneficial it's just, you know, oh, yeah. being being able to know these people that are going to give you opportunities and give you a chance to kind of get out there and shine is that's all anybody really needs, you know definitely um, so, get out there, show your face
3: what are some uh, things you see young artists doing wrong with their networking or their music, or what? What is something that stands out to you?
4: I see. Um, I don't know. I don't have the answers. You know, it could be right mm. that I don't. You know, like I, I'm not on. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've toured and things like that, but I still don't. I'm not on. You know what I'm saying? So right. I can't tell. Oh, this is what you're missing, bro. This is what your formula is missing. This mm. is why you're lacking or whatever. Um. I just feel like the biggest thing is just to not be shy, bro. Like we're in 2020 to where you could put your music on every platform easily. Why are you putting it only on SoundCloud or why are you only putting it on YouTube? Like put it on Spotify, put it on iTunes, put it out there to these major streaming platforms where people may actually stumble across your shit and like it. Right. And the more of a professional look you have, I think it's going to take you a lot farther. When you approach me with a set, with a, a SoundCloud link. Sometimes it kind of looks like, uh, or the artwork, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, right. you know, you know how it is. Like you may not even listen <laughs> exactly. to the track, but the artwork's bad. So I think approaching it with a professional mindset and a professional look is one of the biggest things, especially when you're starting out, um, as Definitely. a young artist.
3: I agree. I mean, that's just some humility right there, man. He said, I'm not even on. I can't even give that kind of advice here. So I, I rock with yours, that. Like,
4: I, you never know. You never know what's going to hit, bro. Like music is such kind of like a weird,
3: it's, it's a weird game, man. There's weird
4: – nobody has the formula, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people have the right connections, which may work to a formula, you know what I'm saying? But it's like nobody has that formula. That they're going to, you know, take that person to the next level. So um, get your face out there, mm-hmm. like Z's doing right now.
5: Exactly. Do you see the difference <laughs> between, like, when you first started to the new rappers that are coming out now?
4: See a difference? Um, I mean, there's definitely a difference in sound overall, you know, like an overall popular sound. There's a lot more auto-tune rappers that come out and they're just, you know, that's the only way I've ever heard them is with auto-tune on their voice. Um, but there's not much of a difference, you know, when you're starting starting out, you know, uh, rookie artists, we all make a lot of the same mistakes or take the same steps to get to a certain Certain point, so um, I don't, I don't, I don't see anything really being different, but the taste of what's in right now. So,
5: hmm. v- are you
4: with that? he's back for a second. She's <laughs> face freezes, a signature move, uh, for real. She superhero name is Mister Freeze. <laughs> Mister Frozen out here, dog. Goodness. What's up, Manny Mags? I see you in here. I see Pike. I see Adolfo in here. What's up, my dude? Randy. AKA Big Mama Trauma. I don't feel right calling you Randy. It's like Your trauma. Trauma. back. Stick wiener, huh, Pike? All right. Grow up.
5: Where in Seattle did you live? Because I used to live in the Tri-Cities area.
4: Uh, so I lived in, like, Redmond, and I think I lived in Auburn for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just kind of suburbs of Seattle for the most part.
3: My oh, froze nice. Yeah, I got family in Piala and kind of all over the area. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's back.
5: Welcome
3: back, see? Oh no, I was making sure I wasn't freezing. That's how I was doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I wasn't glitching out. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> That's what's up. I don't know what y'all were talking about, but I hope it was good. I mean, I'm gonna rewatch this and I'll be like, okay. Where you chilling? On. Y'all just chilling. You sipping your Crown Royal still? That's right. Then you still sipping your wine. I'm out of orange juice, so anybody wanna Damn, fill dog. me up? You got to keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got to keep it moving, man. <laughs> Yo, so Marley B, what can we expect from um, from you in the future? What's coming that was new for you? What's coming out?
4: Um, actually, I was just uh talking to oh, what's up, Jackson? I was just talking to um Hoppe yesterday. I think we might do an EP um before the end of the year is over we got a couple tracks done that I was going to release as singles, but he's thinking about doing a project together. Um, I just went to Vegas last week for the still moving two year anniversary. uh, Dizzy's shop up in Vegas and me and Hopper recorded a track while we were out there, shot a little video. So um, we'll probably just sit on that. I also have a track with uh, Dizzy and Demrick on there. It's one of the cuts that didn't make the place with us two album that we recorded when we were on tour uh, Mm -hmm. that DJ Hopper produced. So I think we're going to put that on the, on the EP as well um kind of draw some attention to it get some dizzy fans and some Dimmerick fans looking um super dope track man uh, you know i i uh did we did like four tracks while we were on the road um i think it was the nobody cares work harder tour uh yeah that, it was that one um we did four tracks while we were out there and one of them actually made the cut on the blaze This two album wow. so uh three of the other ones didn't make it one of them they cut my verse off and still added it to the album and mm. uh one of the other ones they gave to me so I'm gonna be able to release it on my EP. So I'm super stoked about that. You got Demrick on the hook and Busy murdered his verse. So, um, looking forward to that, man. So I, I think that's gonna be the main thing that I'm working towards towards the end of the year. is this EP, um, releasing some more singles as well, uh, pushing videos from the Hoppin' and Friends Two album. Just you know, stay grinding. Try to use this downtime for something productive. So. <laughs> yeah, he was here. He was so he was in here,
5: man. This
3: is the one time he had the most sex Oh, are we back? Yeah, he's back.
5: Hey, hey. we back. Yeah, whores, back. I
3: didn't even leave the studio this time. I'm back. Yeah, yo. you both for a second. Hey, but hey, was I looking good doing that one, y'all? Was I looking good? Yeah, it was all right. Okay, I'll take that Marley B. I mean <laughs> he, he said his, his Instagram name is ugly asked Marley. So, you know, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. What's, what's up with that one? What? What's up with your, what's your Instagram handle? I
4: was just trying to come up with something original, bro. I was, uh, like, I didn't want, like, any more of the underscore in my name or anything like that. Marley B's taken, and I'm super pissed about it because the chick doesn't even use her profile, and I, like, tried to get it a bunch. Um, and I didn't want to do, like, real Marley B or official Marley B. So, at first, I changed it to Marley Head Ass. Um, but that one didn't stick. I was like, nah, ugly ass Marley is better, bro. Cause I always be calling people ugly and shit, calling myself ugly. So, um, you know, ugly, but gifted, like
3: Ash would say. So ugly ass Marley. I feel that. That's dope. I want to know what it feels like. I mean, you're young in a sense in the game, but I mean, you've been around, Mm -hmm. you've been around in the Tucson scene a while. People would call you OG, you know what I'm saying? I mean, people like my age look at you and they're (laughs) like, you know, he's been in the scene for a while.
4: Yeah, for sure. I've, I've grown from the, the young kid to the OG, which is cool um, just to see the progression. You know what I'm saying? And like, I I just I don't feel old. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like <laughs> okay. yesterday it was me running around and asking Black One to help me out and asking Cash to help me out and uh, Pike to help me out. And nowadays it's, you know, I have these kids coming up to me like, hey, what what can you what can I do to get on? What can I do to come and run with your circle and things like that? And I'm like, dude, like it's just kind of a weird, you know. You get to see both sides of the spectrum, exactly. Uh, but you know, I, I enjoy it for sure. I enjoy uh, uh, being somebody that people feel like they can come to and ask for advice. Um, I may not have all the answers, but you know, I can at least tell you what I would do in the situation. So
3: definitely, and that's that's really powerful stuff. Because uh, when we say Tucson Tucson hip hop, I mean you're one of the names that come on with the lo- along with j Tilt, along with Cash, along with uh, Tommy sure. Will, like. You're in there. So that, exactly. that's crazy. Yeah, I, for sure. you, you got to show you respect, man, because you're out here putting, putting on. I appreciate it, bro. Of course, We're man. working,
4: you know? We're working.
3: Hey, that's the only thing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite um, platform to use, your favorite, like, social media platform? What what are you constantly on? Uh, Either Instagram or Facebook, probably. Or pornhub.com. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
4: yeah, no. Uh, probably Instagram. Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram a lot and I'm always scrolling through the same pictures and shit. Um, I'm also on Facebook a lot just because I feel like I find a lot of fucking funny videos and funny memes on Facebook, but that's like the only reason I really like Facebook. Um, and then, you know, I, I have a lot of friends on Facebook. Sometimes I like to put my music on here and a lot of friends from from back in the day that don't have other social media platforms that would see my shit otherwise. So, um, yeah, probably, probably Instagram and Facebook number one and two there. I'm, um, I'm not the most hip on Twitter.
3: So you're <laughs> not the most hip on Twitter. I'm, you working,
4: on I'm working on it for sure.
3: Christian, Christian,
4: yeah, Christian Mingle Christian for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Tommy Will. Man. Oh so find man. On Farmers only.com. <laughs> Far-
3: Farmer Marley B. That's where you go. <laughs> <laughs> farmer b <laughs> That's just, yeah, man. oh what are what are some things that um you don't like when an artist approach you or a producer approach you to work with you like what are some like turnoffs for you to be like ah nah i ain't messing with that like one of the things for
4: me is like producers that ask me what's my budget like for mm. like as the first as the first question This has always been a pet peeve to me because it's like I feel like you're trying to get the most you can out of me, you know? Like, you should come to me with a rate of, like, if I hit you up, I'm like, hey, let me – I want to use your beat. What are you charging for leases? And they come, what's your budget? It's like, well, what do you charge for leases, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that kind of gets on my nerves. Another thing is just spamming me or tagging me with your SoundCloud link and not, like, sending me a personal message. Like, what's up, Marley? been watching you i think you would enjoy this video let me know if you you know fuck with it if you could repost it you know that's much more genuine much much more to the point where i'm going to actually watch it like when i'm um just getting tagged on facebook and i've never met you in person like that always just seems kind of uh, to me you know <laughs> I'll just remove the right. tag or not watch it you know so um but yeah that those are probably the two things for me it's like the, the what's your budget question always gets me <laughs> and then the, uh the you know just just random tagging, tagging it's yeah like, you and you and hundred and eight other people have been tagged in this link. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, why?
3: Who, who's grandma's this? With, why? And then it? every every two
4: seconds you get a notification of somebody commenting. You're like, oh my god, this is pissing me off. So uh, that's one thing <laughs> I guess for
3: That's that's funny. I want to I want I want this question right here that Ray that just commented right now. uh When are we getting a track with Hobson?
4: <laughs> that's funny dude i fucking i hit up hoppa yesterday and i was like bro let's get Hobson. on the ep bro please and he's like dude you know how hard it is for me to get a Hobson verse he's like that's one of the rarest verses in hip-hop right now i was like yeah for sure because he just put out that timeout uh track off the hoppa and friends two album that's super fucking dope him and hops if you guys haven't checked it out yet um but it took forever to get it. Even when we were in the studio in Denver, like I remember Hoppa was calling Hobson, like, yo, I need this verse, bro. Like I'm trying to mix the album. Can you send this verse? You know, so I know how hard it is to get a Hobson verse at this point. But um if it's at all possible in the future, it's gonna happen for sure. Yeah. I already know that Hoppa's bidding for me. So I've already told him, like, yo, next time you talk to Hobson, tell him you got this young artist that, that needs a verse, man. So
3: definitely that's gonna be fine. I can't wait for that day to happen. Yeah, for sure, man. So when is um oh man I had a question and lost it like that just like that like me freezing oh man um <laughs> oh man it was gonna be a good one too. Ah it's gone. Oh can we expect uh Marley B merch anytime soon? Yeah for sure. I'm still kind of working
4: on it. Um I'm trying to come up with the new design. We'll have a uh, something that they are comfortable with uh, putting up on the Broken Complex website and things like that. So we're going to be doing a lot of the merch through Broken Complex now. Um, yeah. So I want to bring back the the Marley B New Balance flip though. So that's like probably going to be the first one that I reprint um, just because I only did like a, a print of 30 of them for the first run. And a lot of people have asked me about them. Um, and then that that uh, image you guys use with the Thrax graphics, I may end up using that for some sort of merch. Still trying yeah, to work out with that one out too. So um, but soon, soon, for sure, before the end of the year, I should have mm-hmm. uh, at least a couple different items up on the Broken Complex website.
3: That's dope, yo! I want to talk about real quick, just about you and Jay Tilt song Guinness. Uh, what is it always like working with Jay Tilt, and what what kind I of vibe? I love Jay, is it? I love
4: Jay. <laughs> he's one of my favorite artists, bro, for sure, man. And not even just being biased; like he's like from Tucson. Like Jay is one mm-hmm. of my favorite artists. Like dude's amazing for sure um whenever jay hits me up for a verse you know what i'm saying it's automatically a yes um he ended up sending me the track and at first i was like man i couldn't i couldn't find where i wanted to go with it you know what i'm saying i was like mm-hmm. like jay you already got two verses on this shit you killed it bro like you don't even need me on this track like, this is your track And he's like bro, but i really want you to just close out the song um he said i just want you to do you on it so i ended up you know just kind of trying to do a little bit of chop a little bit of something different um And I think it came out super dope, man. Shout out to Zanny on the beat, and you know. But like I said, anytime I'm working with Jay, it's a pleasure, bro. Um, That's my little bro for life, man. I love that dude, and uh, we got we got some plans to knock out some more work here soon in the future. We're supposed to be going out of town uh, in September to go work. Um, So hopefully that all works out.
3: Vegas, baby, right? Are we going yeah, to Vegas? You know, you yeah, Jay 2 you the beans, yeah, go man. You were in there. Yeah,
4: i got go to go out there and see my people again real quick. Supposed to be shooting a video out there, too, with the homie Vegas, um, who's like Ooh-hmm. Dizzy Wright's video guy, his assistant, uh, the homie Peanut. So she's going to be out there with them and Reezy. Um,
3: wow. Cook up something nice, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's, that's going to be dope. I'm looking forward to that. And how would you yeah. describe um, the Marley B sound? I mean, you, you refer to it as chop, but for people that don't understand that, what what does that mean? It's high energy, I guess. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's a lot of high energy. um,
4: A lot of um, faster beats, things like that. A lot more high energy sounds. Um, as far as my rap style goes, I would say it's like a mix between like uh fucking uh tech nine to um uh, fergie you know what i'm saying like has <laughs> got a wide range of, of sound to it um but no man i mean it's just high energy it's good music it's 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 stoner music but it's not like you know laid back jazzy stoner music it's more of the upbeat get some shit done stoner music so um yeah so it's somewhere in that pocket right in the middle that's
3: dope I definitely like your sound. We we all love your sound. I mean, people in the chat are going crazy for you as we speak. So I just want to say, where can where can everybody find you at? And where can they stream uh, you on?
4: Huh? Ugly-ass Marley. And then uh, <laughs> I I love saying it. See, that's a you do. Handle. I was on <laughs> another interview recently. And I was like, ugly-ass Marley. And I'm like trying not to laugh saying it and shit. Like, um, people aren't going to take me serious. Um, fucking... Uh, I have com as well. It hasn't been updated in a while, but I'll probably be updating it soon. But Spotify, marleyb, it's got a dot at the end of the B. Make sure you look it up. Um, YouTube, Broken Complex, BrokenComplex.com. They're putting up all my new music, all my releases and things like that. So uh,
3: Fire. I'm, I'm,
4: you know, Google. <laughs> Farmers Only. <laughs>
3: Farmers Only. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <Farmers> only. <laughs> man yo <laughs> it's awesome to have you on the show marley b thank you for coming out here man
4: thank you. respect guys i appreciate y'all i appreciate what you guys do for the city man real talk it's cool to have like a a central hub i feel like you guys have really taken taken hold of the city and got a central hub for people to come watch and uh watch interviews with all the new artists and things like that coming up so
3: i definitely tune in yo we appreciate sure. you marley b Oh, Yo, really? so, so we'll see y'all next Friday. You can follow me at Z underscore G I V. Um, and you can follow Daniela at what you're at? Uh
5: Almeida zero one.
3: And you can follow Marley B at uh, Marley.
4: <laughs> <asked> Marley, <dog>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> And next week, next Friday at 8 p.m. we got another special guest. We got cryptic wisdom stopping stopping in the lounge. So that's the gonna legend. be fire. The legendary legend. all these legends coming in it's about to be fire so we'll see y'all next week friday 8 p.m be there or just get left out so we'll see y'all later <laughs> <laughs>